0: Hey everyone, happy new year.
1: Happy new year, 2022.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I think that this is our first episode for the new year. Yeah, first oh, episode,
1: yep. Yeah. Awesome. And it's going to so, be, it's gonna be a, a, a doozy, as they would say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: So if you've been paying attention, you notice mm-hmm. the first two episodes for the year have been around Web3, NFTs, crypto. Metaverse. Uh, Metaverse, Yeah. And uh, the, the, there's a reason for that. We, we've been getting a lot of questions, and he, even in our personal life, we've we've come across these topics a lot. Jav and I have been in, in crypto for a while, doing some investing, and now it seems like the whole space is exploding with Web3 and Metaverse and, and all the NFT profile pictures that you see going around. So we wanted to take a bit of time in one of these episodes and give you a bit of our background in the NFT space, but also share just a bit of foundational knowledge so that anyone else who's listening to the podcast and new to the space, you can understand uh, some of the terms and, and get a, a a good idea of of where we want to take that information and why we think it's important for you to to understand some of what's happening in the space. So, Jav, let me let, start with you. Um how did you get into crypto?
1: Well, funny story. Um, okay, not actually funny, but you know what I mean. It was kind of mm-hmm. like, I wanted to get into stocks originally, but okay. I realized, I quickly realized that for you to get a substantial return in, in your stock investment, you have to put up a lot of money after, after, after that, right? Mm-hmm. And I didn't have 10,000, dollars to just put in the stock market and, and leave it there and let it bubble. Yeah. So out of that frustration, um, I came across k- cryptocurrency in I want to say 2017, okay. and I first found this um, co- this crypto coin called Electronium, and that is what kind of like started the, the curiosity. Mm-hmm. So I collected a bunch of um, Electronium. The, the 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 ticker is ETN for anybody who knows. I got Bitcoin early. I I got into Bitcoin when it was like five hundred and something dollars. Okay, so I have like a percentage of that. Um, I got into Tron, which is TRX. I have Ethereum as well. I got into that when it was at $200 and something. dollars, mm-hmm. And my holy grail is XRP. Mm-hmm. So all of this happened in 2017, 2018. And I've just been holding ever since. How about you? Okay.
0: I got... I first became aware of Bitcoin, I think, or the blockchain, maybe back in like 2012 or something like that. And just from like a tech standpoint, yeah. um, because it was... It, it was sort of being built as this new way of storing data, and at the time, just from that standpoint, I, I sort of dismissed it. But like, I, I came back across it again. I think in like maybe about 2017 or something like that, uh, somewhere between 2017 and 2019. Yeah. Um, because Roger Ver, actually, who's uh, one of the persons behind Bitcoin Cash. He um through citizenship by investment, he became a citizen of Saint Kitts.
1: Oh, that guy, that uh, so, Bitcoin Jesus or something, right?
0: Something like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, 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 yeah, so he's the guy behind Bitcoin Cash, and he he was in Saint Kitts. He did a, a news interview, and one of the things he did at the end of the interview was sort of do this raffle where you know anybody who who performs, I forget what the action was, but if you do this thing, then you could win some amount of Bitcoin cash mm. and I did it and I won. And so that <laughs> got, got some Bitcoin cash. And that, that, that was sort of what, well, you, you know, I, I think it, it sort of works right that for everyone. You get some, and then you start playing around with it. You recognize yeah. what you can do and what's the utility and you know how, how why it's going to be important. You start you know, reading and watching videos, getting your education up. And, and that was sort of it for me. Um, that's how I got involved. And th- then now recently with the rise of NFTs and web 3 that has uh, you know brought me back to it I think m- more so that, than before uh, because this is, is these portions of it are a bit more familiar to me from from the tech side rather than than, than the finance side. and um, so I, I, I think it's important to to be able to share that information with the the audience, because there are a lot of stuff happening right now that's gonna shape our economy. You know, as digital entrepreneurs, and creators and artists, it's gonna be important for us to be ahead of the curve and not sort of just like waiting for these things to happen and waiting for someone to tell us to get involved, but being on the cutting edge ourselves and, you know, leading and making sure that we are ahead when, when it's time for you know for, for profits to be reaped. Um, and Jav, I know you've had a lot of people coming to you and, and talking to you about NFTs as well. What, what, what do you think is important from your side?
1: Okay, before I, I jump into the NFT talk, I just want to go yeah. back just a little bit, right? You, say, you see when you just said that um, you did whatever action the guy told you to do and, and you actually won some, some Bitcoin cash, right? Yeah. Just like me when I got my first um, cryptocurrencies, you felt like you were in this elite club that you didn't even know existed. Yeah. did did you feel the same when you were holding? Well, not obviously not holding physically, but you had access to this bit, Bitcoin cash. Mm-hmm. How did that yeah, make you sure. feel?
0: It, yeah, it definitely felt exclusive. Yeah, uh, because you had to you go through a bunch of steps just to be able to access it, uh, and so it's not as easy as you know, like getting an ATM card. Exactly. And, and, you know. Exactly. Calling, you know, get, getting a debit card and going to the ATM. So. A lot more work involved. You definitely felt uh, a bit more of an exclusive
1: type of deal. Yeah, and the thing yeah. is too, like as I said, this is a like 2017, right? Mm-hmm. I everybody in my friend group, maybe ninety percent, ninety five percent. I could even go as fast to say that did not know yeah. anything about cryptocurrency. So that made me feel even more exclusive that I'm ahead of the curve. And yeah. when when this goes to the moon, as as they would say, you know, like I will become rich overnight. Like that was the the mindset at the time. Yeah, but clearly, like this like okay we got in early but we just don't know when the boom is gonna happen and to jump back into the nft talk i feel like the same thing is happening right now we are Mm -hmm. there's a lot of excitement a lot of attention happening it with nfts but it just feels like a lot of people are collecting in hopes that they're gonna get rich overnight Mm -hmm. so from that aspect like like what do you feel um is gonna happen with you being an nft holder like what was your hopes of, of your your collection taking off?
0: I mean, it, hey, it's definitely possible. Lo- lots of people have gotten rich overnight, and you know, e- even I saw a post today on LinkedIn with um, an NFT creator saying that they sold out their entire collection in 38 minutes. Oh wow! Uh, and this is a guy that you know I have been following for a while, so yeah, uh, you you see sort of like what what's involved in going into mm-hmm. something like that, and wow it's not like a ton, a ton of effort. Like he was mm. able to pull this off in, in less than six months. Um, yeah, yeah. So, so it is possible to sort of like overnight yeah, yeah. In, in air quotes, get rich. Um, but I think at some point, um, you know, th- this is a, a conversation we we've had on, on some of the other podcast mm. episodes that we've recorded. Some of this stuff hasn't come out yet. Um, so I, I won't, you know, go much detail. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Into it. But but yeah, so a lot of people are saying that there's definitely a bit of a bubble that's happening. There's a lot of hype around NFTs. And you see some of the projects um don't necessarily have uh like a clear roadmap as Mm -hmm. to what they're doing. Um so there might be some some scams involved as well. Um but I, I think ultimately, like in the grand scheme of things, we are still in the very early stages of what this is gonna become. Um, and so in some ways it's it's tough to tell, you know, that something is going to come out of it, but what exactly it looks like
1: at the end, it's tough
0: to be able to tell.
1: And I'm happy you said that too, because right now I have a lot of people who are coming to me because they've been seeing the episodes that that we've been putting out the last two guests Mm -hmm. specifically. Right. Yeah. And people are saying like, they remember when cousins or boyfriends or girlfriends or whoever co-workers Mm -hmm. came to them 10 years ago. And ask them about Bitcoin. Yo, you have Bitcoin. You are buying Bitcoin? You and a lot of a lot of them are just blowing it off. Like, like mm-hmm. I don't have no money for that. What, what is that? Like, I don't even know what that is. Yeah. You know. And yeah. I think a lot of people who overlooked Bitcoin and, and cryptocurrencies ten years ago, eight years ago, mm-hmm. they are now jumping on NFTs because they're trying to not make the same mistake that they made back then with Bitcoin. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that's half of the reason why NFTs are so popular right now. What, what do you think it's about obvious, that? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. it's it's formal, right? It's fear of missing mm-hmm. out. Uh, so you've seen uh, sort of the, the rise of Bitcoin twenty seventeen and then uh last year as well, the the sort of the prices that it's going to and it looks like NFTs are gonna be the next big thing because you're seeing people buying NFTs for millions of dollars, yeah. right? Um and you're seeing your the your favorite artists doing it as well Sloan and favorite athletes. Yeah. Serena Williams, Eminem, Eminem you yeah. know, just name it. E- everybody has one, um, and they're they're everywhere, right? In, in profile pictures and so forth. And so you, you sort of want to get involved, and you know, with th- that I think is, is what we're here for. We we want to be able to educate you, and so you, you can see and understand the nuances in the space, mm-hmm. um, and kind of get because w- w- one of the big things is that NFTs aren't just like the profile pictures that you see. There are lots of other use cases as well so we're bringing in people who are building companies around those use cases uh, to to you know to better educate us as as far as what we can expect from this technology going forward and then it's not just nfts nfts and the blockchain even cryptocurrencies are just a very small portion of what we call web 3 which is the third iteration of the internet so Jav, Jav, maybe this is a good point to do like some definitions. Okay. Before we get to okay, so away. so be-
1: okay before you jump into the the real real definitions, let me let me see if I could interpret what I think web three is from a novice from a novice standpoint. Okay, so from what I understand, right, from based on the guests that we we had this week, Nick yeah. in in particular, he was saying that web web one is like emails, dial up internet, you know that 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 path of of technology, right?
0: Yeah. You could think of it as like Wikipedia.
1: Wikipedia, yeah. apps, Jeeves, that kind of... Yahoo, right. right? Yeah.
0: Right, where where you would get information from a machine and that it was just sort of like one directional information. There you go. Information. Yeah. There you go.
1: Web2, things like instant messaging, um, usernames and passwords. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Blogging. Blogging. Social media. Yeah, yeah, that kind
0: of stuff. Right. Zoom, uh, yeah. Skype. Right, yeah. So Web 2 is is bi-directional now. So not only can you receive information that someone puts mm-hmm. up, but you can share information as well. And so it, it became a lot easier for people to share. And that's sort of when you saw like the world become a bit more globalized because now you have contact with people in France, like with instant it, messaging yeah, and, and text messaging. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Okay. So now Web 3, we could easily say that this is going to be, what, the metaverse? Something like that. And this is where it gets hairy for me. So fill in the gaps.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, let, let's talk a bit about web two. So in web two, we realized that there were still some things that were kind of screwed up, okay. like um, the main thing sort of being this trust mechanism where, yeah, you can contact people all over the world, but do you really know who they are? Can you trust them you, you know, to help you to complete a transaction and that type of stuff? And I think Web3 comes about, you know, sort of like trying to correct a lot of the the mistakes and the missteps that we've made along the way. And uh, in order to do that, it creates this, um, it focuses more on this decentralized platform where it's not just based on, you know, you know how in social media, Facebook is like its own massive silo. Instagram is, is its mm. own thing. Google yeah. is its own thing. TikTok is its own thing. And they're not necessarily like interoperable. Yeah. You can't move between them. Um, you can't necessarily get information out of them. That's that sort of way in, in Web3, you get a lot more interoperability. Um, you know, it, it's built in a way so that trust is automatically a factor. And that, that's because of all of the different elements that are involved in Web3. And so it's important to think of Web3 as sort of this uh, well-arching or overlying architecture that incorporates a few different elements. So one of those elements is going to be the metaverse, which is a virtual type space that is different from social media because you're able to move between all of the different worlds very seamlessly. So you don't necessarily need to have an Instagram account, a Facebook account, a Google account, a TikTok account, and need to log into all of these each time in order to to participate in the world. It's a bit more free-flowing and seamless to move between different worlds. But then you also have stuff like NFTs that allow for you to sort of take on this virtual self and have these virtual goods that you can use in a metaverse. So... Think of an NFT profile picture as your virtual avatar and then think of the, you know, um, Nike NFT sneakers that you buy as your virtual shoes and virtual clothes. And then think of the NFT artwork that you buy as like the virtual art that sits on your walls of the virtual home that you built in the metaverse. And so there are all these different elements that come together. And, and the reason why all that virtual stuff is important, because we recognize that there were some missteps that we made in in terms of, you know, diversity and access and ease of access for a lot of different people. So when you virtualize yourself, you're able to you know, take on different forms and that and those kind of things and sort of mask yourself a little bit, all, even though your true identity is is still clearly can still be clearly found Um through you know tracking things back through the blockchain but just th- th- those are some of the main elements that help
1: to make up web3 okay so that was a lot of technical stuff <laughs> <White. laughs> no, yeah. no 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 it, it, it's cool information but let's let's yeah. kind of dumb it down for the people who might not understand so cool. let me let me ask you a question you said something about facebook being its own silo instagram mm-hmm. so on and so forth right yeah. in in web 2 in web 3 now is it a case where This is going to be this one big open virtual space where I could walk into Instagram's door and walk right out and go into Facebook's door and and vice versa without like signing in separately like we have to do right now. Is it something like that?
0: It's going to be something similar to that. At least that's that's the hope. That's what we're hoping happens. Okay, We're still early stages and, you know, it's sort of up to the companies who are building it. Mm -hmm to to sort of determine how they want to interact with each other but the idea is that you'll be there are like millions of these different metaverse worlds and you'd be able to move between them seamlessly some of them are, are like clustered together in one community others are clustered together in another community but it should be no issue for you to to just seamlessly
1: move between these communities, okay? Freely. So you're saying move? How are you moving? That's that's the real question I have. Like, are we wearing virtual goggles and and walking with our two feet, or we move it with a mouse? Like, I, I don't understand how we move into the metaverse. Or all, all of the above.
0: Really. So it, it, it whichever way you can imagine it, because the metaverse exists. No, there are virtual worlds that exist. That you can access through a web browser or through mm. your phone, mm. and uh, you can do the same thing with VR goggles and glasses, and have a similar experience. Just that in VR, it's obviously mm. you know uh, a virtual experience, and 2D is, is the one that you're accustomed to. So it's all of the above.
1: Well, the reason I'm laughing is because I actually saw a video this week, and I think the Shade Room or something, where this this uncle was at a a Christmas um, dinner or something, and he had like the, mm-hmm. the virtual goggles on. Oh yeah, and this man is walking into the TV, walking into the into the walls, and you know what I mean. So sure. I just hope that this is not going to be a safety hazard in the future too. <laughs> you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean that there are safety protocols for for that type of stuff. Like right? like the room should be a certain size. So yeah, they have yeah. Stuff to like tie you down so okay. that you not you don't move too far and, and that type of stuff. But okay. but yeah, I I think so. There, there are lots of different sides of it. So there's the fully virtual side, like you're referring to. There's the augmented reality side, which is just sort of projecting something onto the existing world. And so, a good example of that would be Pokemon Go, the the game. Do you yeah, remember that? I remember that game. Yeah. 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 Um, so they used augmented reality to um, place Pokemon characters at dis- different places in the world, and you saw them through your screen. They're going to be companies who are coming out with like glasses that allow you to do the same thing. There was a a new set of glasses that I saw that it's basically supposed to be like a a second screen. It's like an extension of your phone. It connects to your phone and it's glasses that you wear on your face. But inside the lens is like a high definition screen um, that's like an extension of your phone or or whatever device that you plug it into. And that's the same, a, a similar type of
1: deal. right? Yeah, I see what you're saying. So all of this stuff that you're talking about is currently being developed. I guess this is a question I have and maybe many other people have. When is Web3 going to be officially open? Is that is that is there a set date for that already? I mean, it's here. Like, do we,
0: there isn't going to be like some kind of switch that you can set. Yeah, yeah just, like a grand opening. It's the way, right. <laughs> it's just the, the way that we're building systems now okay. that allow for us to uh, fix the missteps that, that we've had before. Okay um and then sort of move forward in in that new direction
1: so what are you most excited about when it comes to web 3 i i
0: I think it's 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 those things that that i talked about just now so like around you know being able to do things that allow for us to mask our identity when necessary but Mm -hmm. but without necessarily giving up trust so you know um diversity is really important and in web 2 and in a lot of what we've seen previously with uh tech companies you didn't have a lot of diversity of of thoughts so not a lot of minorities, not a lot of women. Um, and I think some of that stuff gets taken care of. Yeah. Uh, there was also not a lot of influence, um, uh, importance placed on sustainability. And I think in, in Web3, especially in the blockchain space, you see this shift towards being sustainable. Um, virtual reality in itself is, you know, gives us the ability to be sustainable because you think of things like when you have a virtual birthday party instead of an actual birthday party, um, you know obviously cutting down on uh, all, all sorts of resources that you would have used if you do like a virtual vacation instead of an actual vacation. Then clearly, you know it's um, fuel and uh, you know, whatever resources would have been consumed in, in hotels and along that that, that travel route. Uh, and you know, but lots of other. Opportunities will emerge, I believe, as 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 this technology continues to go and continues to find ways to be implemented.
1: Well, what's what's kind of crazy to me, right? I was looking at this Joe Rogan um clip, this reel last night, where he had a guest on his show and the guest was asking him about the metaverse. And Joe yep. Rogan had no idea what the metaverse was or what it entails, right? like mm-hmm. many people. And the guest was telling him, like, at some point, you're going to have to live in the metaverse because 20 years from now, the climate is going to be so out of control, like, you, you can't leave the house at some point. So you're going right. to have to do everything in the metaverse. Mm-hmm. Is he talking facts or, like, <laughs> he just kind of, blowing hot here. I mean, it could be
0: facts. You remember, like, two or three years ago, I, I forget which UN organization it was that was basically saying, like, we only have, like, 10 more years of good trade left because of what we're seeing happening in the climate with the climate and uh i i don't think dude is is was pretty far off i i saw the clip as well um i i couldn't tell you if it's going to be like 20 yeah, years obviously. or if it's going to be as as dramatic as he's saying but i right. think you're going to have some changes in in the climate to where your regular lifestyle you know you, you have to change the way you live like you may not be able to go out at certain times uh you know you may have to stay a, a bit more time in home at home um, but then I think also what's happening is that there's a younger generation who's quite comfortable with living online mm. uh and you see this happening all the time where you're seeing people having um virtual birthday parties, virtual weddings graduations uh, graduations, concerts, mm-hmm. and being you know absolutely fine with with interacting with their peers in that way, yeah uh and and in their mind there is no difference between the way that they are interacting in a virtual environment and the way that previous generations have interacted in real life. Uh,
1: so yeah. Man this <laughs> this conversation took on a life of its own. I love it, man. We definitely got to sure. have to have another one of these cause Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we we going to have it, we got to have more NFT guests coming on obviously. So, yeah, we are going to have a path to for sure.
0: Yeah, and you know, it, it's about learning as well. Like yeah. I'm I'm learning about this stuff, you're, you're learning about yeah. this stuff. And it's all being built as we speak. Yeah. So, you know, as we continue to get more information, we'll share it. And we also bring on the guest so that we, it's not just us, right? We're able to to get opinions and experiences from a wide range of subject matters to to bring to the audience. And, and so that
1: we're, we're all coming up together. Exactly. That's the whole point of, of why we're here. Yeah. And just break down the ignorance that a lot of people mm-hmm. may have. Like the same ignorance they had with Bitcoin. Yeah, we need we need exactly. to end the cycle now.
0: You know, <laughs> for sure, so, yeah. for sure. And I'll, I'll I'll tell you too just before I wrap up. Yeah. So I know everyone is sort of excited about NFTs. i t- the cycles on these things change so quickly, right? I'd say if you're late to NFTs, probably what you need to be looking at are DAOs, which are decentralized autonomous organizations. So we'll we'll, we'll definitely get share some more information on dolls as we go that that one is still early stages but if you late to nfts maybe take a step forward to what the next big thing is going to be it's definitely going to be decentralized autonomous organizations dolls dolls
1: that's new to me so but but before we go how much nfts do you own just two i think two okay yeah and you got in like what two months ago yeah
0: i started collecting like two months ago but you know for me a I think it's about like finding the right community. Mm-hmm. So there, there are thousands of ones that you can invest in, but it doesn't make sense to just sort of do it randomly. I think you got to find a community that's built around the token that yeah. it, you really enjoy.
1: Okay. So maybe another episode in the future, we could probably walk through how you actually got the talk, the, the NFTs that you have. Yeah. You'll be done for that? Sure. That works. All right. So this was a great episode as usual. Please like comment and share. Find us on Facebook, LinkedIn, and um, Instagram. Instagram, and we're definitely going to bring more content like this if you want it in the future. As Jess said last episode, feel free to slide in our DMs and let us know if there's any questions that you have and any things that you want to learn about. We could research them for you and bring them to you in, in the episodes to come.
0: Yeah, uh, and you know, as you're listening to this, if you really in- enjoy this episode, and enjoying this content, if you could do us a favor. And uh, like and review, uh, rate and review the episode right there in your podcast player. That would be awesome. We, we noticed that Spotify introduced uh, a rate and review, review feature. So if you're listening in Spotify, just go to the episode uh, right where you're listening right now. And you can leave us a rating and a review. Yeah, man, it takes and if two you're sec- listening in, in, in Apple, you can do that as well. Yeah, it yeah. just takes a couple of two seconds. Two seconds.
1: Two seconds out of your day is not going to kill you. So... Please. <laughs> Alright, yeah, so
0: we definitely definitely
1: appreciate it. Definitely. Alright, so next episode, look out for us and we got more hacks on the way. Peace. Peace.